Hi, my name is Peter White. Welcome to Shared Chats. Today we're with Rhys Pirtles from Martin Curry, Australia. He's the Chief Investment Officer and we're talking about the outlook for Australian equities. Rhys, the recent report you put out seemed to be more optimistic about Aussie equities in the short term than some, maybe some other commentators. The Australian companies reporting during reporting season have, have delivered good profit growth. In the last six months, the profits delivered from them have grown 3%. Uh, the number of companies that meet forecast expectations um, by the market was about equal to the number of companies that had misses. So they've done a good job on profits. The real issue, however, has been that the expected growth rate for the market has lowered. Um, the number of companies who upgraded their forecasts on a forward-looking basis was less than average over the February reporting season. Were there any particular stats that give you some optimism, though, or metrics that make you feel that things are better than some people think? It's a matter of Australia has options to improve the situation. That The main um, pressure point has been tight financial conditions that has impacted housing and having a flow and impact. It's also been hurting small business formation in the sense that SMEs haven't been able to borrow against their house to start, to start new businesses. The thing is that tight financial conditions is stabilising in the sense that the banks have made their changes to lending criteria. The RBA is no longer has an intent to raise rates, so we don't have that tightening. And you've even had a, um, a bank like ANZ come out and say that maybe they over-tightened their lending criteria. So you could see a loosening of financial conditions. You also have the situation where the um, Australian government fiscal balance has moved to a surplus. And that has been driven by good terms of trade, but it's also been driven by bracket creep. Tax receipts have grown 12% in the last 12 months. So heading into election, you're likely to get um, tax cuts or more benefits or infrastructure spending, which will help household incomes. So that sort of the negative outlook driven by the world isn't necessarily appropriate for the Australian market. And what sectors, if any, do you particularly like? So in, in that space, um, the consumer segment looks good. So a company like JB Hi-Fi is doing, is doing a great job. They had good results. They didn't upgrade earnings. They clearly cited um, that the consumer is uncertain and variable, promotional-driven. But that's, that's good for their business model. That's how, how they work. They've, they don't have the confidence to upgrade forecasts, but they're still the productivity of their stores, their cost-out program, um, their delivery options that they, they provide to customers means that they're winning in the retail space. We'd also say in the consumer space that um, the supermarkets look good, the deflationary pressures that have been on their business are reducing in terms of... So this coal spin-off you're, you're positive about? Yes, so that makes for a more rational market. Clearly, Wes Farmers could offset the decline in coal's earnings that has occurred with, with growth in coal earnings previously, whereas as coals, you can't do that. So they need to be a bit more sensitive to the competitive dynamics between Woolworths and coals as a standalone business. And any other sectors? Companies exposed to infrastructure still look in a, in a very good space. I mean, clearly you need to be able to make money from infrastructure in terms of their big projects and they cost a lot. But something like Seven Group um, that owns the Coates rental hire business, you know, they're a big beneficiary of road diversions and tunnelling programs requiring a lot of equipment. And that, that pipeline of infrastructure is very large. It seemed a bit slow to get going. It had a bit of a delayed start, but that pipeline still looks um, big going forward. And I noticed that you're midway through a lot of meetings with Australian management, on-the-ground meetings with your team and uh, your potential investment subjects. What's the feedback that you're getting? We're definitely getting that, that credit conditions um, 
is, is difficult. You know, housing is uncertain. The uncertainty of politics and politics where influencing companies not necessarily to be too bullish about their industry and some of the adverse consequences that could come from politics, such as the strong companies like a Medibank can deal with a price cap. But how does a, a mutual health insurance provider that doesn't have the investment in technology and efficiency compete with a Medibank in a, in a price cap world? So politics was a topic. And then probably reinvestment. So investment in automation programs that will drive future costs out in technology, in compliance costs. There was, there was quite a bit of um, new programs that companies were talking about in that sense. And f- finally, what about um, or what are the risks at the moment, do you see? Do you see the risks of the market more local, more global, or, or a combination of both? When you look at the aggregate level of the market, it's dominated by the, the world. So the the level of the ASX 200 is going to be dominated by what goes on in the US, and and clearly the US has been uh, economic conditions. The World Purchasing Manager Index has been falling significantly in the last six months, driven by trade war, driven by raising US interest rates. Um, now, the interest rate outlook is no longer for increases in the US, so that, that headwind is gone, and it's possible that we get a resolution to the China-US trade negotiations. So that creates the environment where you should get a stabilisation of economic conditions globally, so that's good for the broader market. Locally, we would look for reduced stress from financial conditions, the ability for some stimulus, but the biggest risk is really for the local market is, is about secondary impacts from housing. So how many jobs will be lost in a slowdown in housing activity that has flow-on impacts versus the number of jobs that are picked up in infrastructure? Terrific. Thanks for talking to us today, Rhys. Thanks, Peter. Welcome to another podcast from Martin Curry Australia. Today we're talking with Rhys Bertels, Chief Investment Officer of Martin Curry. Great. Uh, 